Fireflies Unite with Kia, your weekly podcast from the perspective of individuals thriving with a mental illness. We are normalizing the conversation about mental health within communities of color to foster mental wellness and empowerment. Welcome to another episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast with me, Kia, where our mission is to bring light into darkness, just like the fireflies, by simply sharing the stories of people of color who live and thrive with mental health conditions and to normalize the mental health conversation. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and as stated last week and the week before that, we will be talking about bipolar disorder. So on today's episode, we are going to speak about six myths about bipolar disorder from someone actually living with it. So before being diagnosed with bipolar disorder, I was just diagnosed with major depressive disorder, as most of you know. And I am familiar and sometimes comfortable with depression because I have been struggling with this since I was a preteen. I'm used to being suicidal, isolated, having little to no energy or loss of appetite or sometimes eating too much and feeling numb. But on the other hand, when my diagnosis changed to bipolar disorder, I had a hard time accepting it because my mind would go to the extreme. But as a peer recovery specialist and for those of you who don't know what a peer recovery specialist is, it's an individual with lived experience with a mental health condition or substance use disorder that use their expertise and extensive training to coach, mentor, advocate, and provide resources and support to others in their recovery. And I've gained, I have a pretty good general knowledge of the illness. However, I thought my doctor was making a mistake. But as I continue to learn how the disorder shows up for me, um, it's vital to dismantle myths associated with this very um, chronic illness. So here's myth number one. People with bipolar disorder are moody. Okay, that's that's not completely true because just because someone is moody, it does not mean they have bipolar disorder. The illness is more than mood swings and mania and depression. And it's a person that it can include things like race and thoughts, restlessness, a decreased need for sleep, uh, talkativeness, being jumpy when a person is in a manic state, just to name a few. And it also includes extreme behavior such as binge eating, uh, some people being promiscuous, spending sprees, and poor judgment. So again, just because the person is moody, it does not mean that they have bipolar disorder because it's so much more than that. Here is another myth. People with bipolar disorder are violent. Now, we're not more violent than anyone else, and people with mental health conditions are actually more likely to be the victim of a crime So there was actually an article that I found by um, Rutners and where they talked about having a mental health condition actually makes people more vulnerable to becoming victims of a crime. 
And this is actually based on a nationwide data. Researchers found that in 10 years of following a person with a psychiatric disorder, a man's risk of being the victim of a crime actually rose to 50% if they had a psychiatric disorder, and it rose by 64% for women. So again, people with bipolar disorder are not more violent than people without the disorder. Another myth is that there's only one type of bipolar disorder. That is not completely true. There are several types of bipolar and related disorders. It, again, it includes mania, hypomania, and depression. And symptoms can cause unpredictable changes in a person's mood and behavior, resulting in significant distress and difficulty in one's daily life. So there's bipolar one disorder. And the basically the difference between bipolar one and bipolar two is that a person will have had at least one manic episode. A lot of times when a person is in a manic state, there are instances where people are not aware of the things that they're doing. Like they're not aware that they're spending their money and that they're going into debt. They don't realize it until the manic state is over. Um, and manic states are, a manic state can last from a few days to a few months when, if especially if it's not treated. In some cases, mania may trigger a break from reality and that is psychosis when a person is disconnected from reality. With bipolar disorder two, a person will have had at least one major depressive episode and had at least one hypomanic state, but they never actually experienced a manic state. So manics, the thing, the difference between manic and hypomanic states is that the way to make it easier for most people to explain is that a hypomanic state is a is right below a manic state. So a person is not in a full-blown manic state where they are completely oblivious to the things that they're doing. Some people, when they are in a hypomanic state, they are aware of it. But they've also, and a lot of people with bipolar disorder too, usually spend more time in a depressive state than they do in a hypomanic state. But hypomanic states are only for people with bipolar disorder too. If a person is in a manic state, then that is bipolar disorder one. But the signs and the symptoms are very much similar in terms of manic and hypomanic states. Or psychothymic disorder is that a person had at least two years or for one year in children or teenagers of having many periods of being in a hypomanic state and periods of being in a depressive state for at least two years that's when it would be considered psychothymic disorder. And then there are other types where these include, for example, bipolar disorder and related disorders that are induced from certain drugs or alcohol or due to a medical condition, such as multiple scoliosis, a stroke, or crushing disease. So there are Bipolar disorder 2 is not necessarily a milder form of the disorder, but it's a separate diagnosis. So while the manic episodes of bipolar 1 disorder can be severe and dangerous, individuals with bipolar disorder 2 can be depressed for a more extended period, which can cause significant impairment to a person's daily life. Of course, another myth is that people with bipolar disorder are crazy. Now... Crazy is defined as 
full of cracks or flaws, insane or not mentally sound or erratic. And that's according to Webster's Dictionary. Truth be told, we're all full of flaws, have moments of thinking irrationally, whether we have bipolar disorder or not. And so stating that someone with bipolar disorder is crazy because of their because of their condition is in their brain is insensitive and it dismisses the severity of the illness. So since we do not call people with cancer, asthma or diabetes crazy because of their health conditions, let's stop calling people with bipolar disorder crazy. Another myth is that all people with bipolar disorder are psychotic. Let's stop calling people psychotic because it's an insult. Psychosis can occur with bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, and some types of dementia. Psychosis, or if a person is is in a psychosis or experiencing psychosis, the person's thinking becomes disconnected or disassociated with reality. A psychotic episode can involve hallucinations, delusions, confusions, and disturbed thoughts and a lack of insight and self-awareness. So it's important that we not say like, oh, that person's psychotic. It's it's, it's actually an insult. So I want to caution people to be aware and not use that terminology. Another myth is that people with bipolar disorder can be successful. And we know that is absolutely false because there are tons of people who are extremely successful who live with this disorder, such as Mariah Carey, Jennifer Lewis, Mel Gibson, Demi Lovato, uh, Jimi Hendrix are a few celebrities who have been open about their challenges with with bipolar disorder. And they are all incredibly successful, not crazy. So there is definitely hope. And if someone has bipolar disorder, it's best to see a psychiatrist. If they have a current diagnosis and looking for a therapist, but you don't want to reach out to, you don't want traditional therapy, consider reaching out to our friends at BetterHelp. Trybetterhelp.com forward slash Fireflies Unite. Again, that's trybetterhelp.com forward slash Fireflies Unite, where you can text, video chat, or send audio messages or call a licensed counselor. For this week's therapist shout out, we are going to shout out Eliza Boyk Buchan. Eliza Boken. I'm not sure how to say her last name, but she is a family marriage and family licensed therapist and she is located in Houston, Texas. Specialties include sex therapy, relationship issues, and women's issues. And she also specializes in working with individuals with mood disorders, um, issues ranging from divorce, infertility, um, codependency, coping skills, uh, sexual abuse, sexual addiction, um, trauma and PTSD, stress, transgender, uh, marital and premarital counseling, uh, motherhood, so divorce. If you are in the Houston, Texas area and you're looking for a therapist, feel free to reach out to Eliza and I'll be sure to leave her Psychology Today profile in the show notes so that you can refer back to it. For this week's self-care and wellness segment, I actually want to encourage everyone to complete a vision board. So a couple weeks ago, I actually started, um, completed a vision board with my friend, 
And I put things on there such as financial management. Um, I put a home on there. I put health and fitness, uh, find, um, find balance. I also put like future movie maker. Um, I put black women who were very powerful on my vision board. Um, I also put like let go and learn to live. I put like different affirmations on my vision board. So we are in the house now with COVID-19 and a lot of us are probably pulling out our hair really stressed out because of all that's happening. So I want to actually encourage you to use some of this time to do things that can help bring some peace and some harmony into your life and consider creating a vision board. So that wraps up this week's episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening. You all have a blessed week and I will talk to you next week. I hope that you obtain tools and resources from the Fireflies Unite podcast to help you manage your mental health. But please do not use it as a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist or psychiatrist. Let's continue the conversation by following me on Fireflies Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.